This is 8-Bit, episode 119, Getting Jokes on the First Pass, on Monday, May 25th, 2015. And now, guess what? Chicken. What? This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker. So Ian, I hear that you had some finals recently and that you're now theoretically done with your college work? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like it's that time of year or something. Right, but I mean, this particular time of year only comes once in our lives, where we don't have to do any more undergraduate work. That's true. Yes, I have finished all of my stuff for my senior year of college. I am going to be graduated soon, and that, this whole education is going to be good. How many mums were there in that graduated? Graduated? I know. I mean... You, you tell me how many pa's there were too, and then that'll usually tell you how many moms there were. Oh, I get it. Okay, I thought you meant like animal paws. I'm I <laughs> never ever get your jokes on the first pass. I always have to think about them for a moment. <laughs> There's always a bit of a pause before you get it. Ah, very nice. So you had that one that was like just an awful, awful final. How did that one go? Um. Well, I was given five writing prompts. Um. Two days to do it. It ended up being about 16 and a half pages in the end, uh, which I know there's a lot of people like, 16 and a half pages? Psh, I could write that with my eyes closed in in two hours if I needed to. As a computer science major, no. I'm, I'm not one of those people. Even as a classics major, someone whose whole thing revolves around studying and then writing up studies and analyzing literature and whatnot, it, it felt like it was much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean... What added to the stress was that I had to go up to the cities during this, so I had to drive up um, about one and a half hours each way for an interview, um, which, of course, was taking away from my time to really prepare for the interview and was stressing me out that way a little bit. And Then, of course, after the interview, my, my car broke down, which means I had even less time to do it, but I still managed to get it all done. Yeah, that was crazy. Like the the timing of your your car just pooping out on you is awful yeah and it's only partially pooped out well unpooped out too there's <laughs> there's a very specific way you have to start it up now oh boy and it, so it, i might get some tape to try and fix that okay um, this is actually something i can fix with duct tape but there was some good that came of the trip because uh yeah. you just randomly showed up at our house and uh that was that was a pleasant surprise um, but you also got a really good call while you were there. Yeah. So the, the place where I was interviewing is like three blocks from the house where we're going to be living at, if that, mm-hmm. um, but well, not about less than half an hour after I, you know, finished the interview, I got a call saying that I got the position. So, and this yeah, one was, was really cool. this one was the math core position yep. at the, uh, Indian magnet school. Correct. Yeah. So working as a math tutor. Um, with specifically with some kids that need a little extra help who attend that school. So I think that this is like probably the perfect setup possible because, you know, you have like a three block commute and unfortunately the, there's a dairy queen in between that has the cheapest prices of any dairy queen in St. Paul. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be so terrible for you. I know. What am I going to do? (laughs) Oh man. There might be dilly bars galore. Just a word of warning. Mm-hmm. Our freezer will forever be stocked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about your other your other finals? How did those ones go? I mean, they went fairly well. My let's see, one of them was uh, I just had to write a fifteen to twenty page paper, and that came out at about seventeen pages. Though I had the whole semester to work on that one instead of two days. Oh, okay. So that one wasn't bad at all. Um, and then there's probably quite a bit more quality if you had all that time to work on it. Yes, that too. And it was focused much more on one topic as opposed to uh, sort of scattered brain mm-hmm. things going this and that. And I mean, even then I cut down as much space as I could on the, the, the one final that was, that was stupid because I, I didn't answer them all in essay form. There were some that I just did in bullet points to get the bare bone bone points that I was going to want to say across and mm-hmm. take up as little space and time as possible. And then the other one was conducting, which was, that was just fine. I mean, I conducted GWO, so I conducted the big band for a piece. And then I also had a written exam, which 
wasn't difficult at all. So cool. So overall, not too bad in terms of finals. Yeah. How about you? Because I know you finished up. Um, what was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you want to hear about my finals? Or because I hardly remember them now. It's been like three weeks since I took them. Um, Whatever you want to talk about. Well, I mean, in the, in the meantime, um, we got so you know the the house that we're moving into. Um, we Savannah and Amber and Allie and I basically started working on painting the house and stuff before the previous tenants got all of their stuff out of the house. Uh, so <laughs> we've been quite eager. Um, and we've, you know, we've had some like, um, some crazy stuff happen with like one of, you know, one of the walls that we were trying to paint, uh, basically disintegrated when we started kind of scraping some of the old paint off. Um, and oh yeah, in, in one place, uh, it like got all the way down past the drywall to like, the stuff that's underneath the drywall it was yeah um the 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 wall is not flat anymore because it it is a victim of the house settling you know so Mm. it's kind of uh yeah kind of coming apart a little bit but we did the best we could um there's you know in in the other room when we were putting on the second layer of the new coat of paint uh it like started bubbling up and then when when we peeled out those bubbles they like uh took the first layer of that paint away as well so we had we like took that back to menards and returned those two um those two buckets of paint and got the same color in a different brand uh and now we've we've prepped that wall that room for painting again um see how well that goes I if if it wasn't like the the brand of paint that was the problem my theory is that it was a you know it, it's been kind of damp and rainy mm. during these times when we were trying to paint so I don't know if that has an effect on it I'm not a paint expert just a little bit of sloth I prefer oh. worrying about things like our internet which I got set up got a nice uh 40 megabits down and 20 megabits up that had its own set of fun stuff to go along with it like uh you know the the customer service person put like putting us down for 40 megabits down and five megabits up instead of uh instead of 20 so i had to like yeah i had to go back to call their number again and have them change that which meant that we had to get the internet guy to come out again and uh give us the 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 customer service person said that he was just going to have to give us a different router but turns out he had to like put in a whole new uh phone line because we needed to have parallel lines instead of like just the one um i forgot actually that i was going to call them and make sure that we don't get charged for him being out there and working for like an hour because they didn't tell me that i was going to have him out there working for an hour when they put me down for this so yeah uh, but we have good internet, and now I just need to figure out how to like Ethernet it throughout the whole house so that I don't have to rely on Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. But we'll be able to like stream to Twitch and uh, record gameplay and upload stuff real fast. It'll be great. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it, wor- it works real well for like watching Amazon Prime uh, videos and stuff. That that's pretty much the the stress. The most stress test I've I've done on it is one person watching videos. <laughs> I mean, so long as I can play League uninterrupted, I don't really care that much. That doesn't take a, a very much internet. Hopefully, yeah. Because you guys had one megabyte up and down, right? Uh, no, we yes. we had twelve down and one up, and uh, and that didn't work so well. Like the only time that it was a problem was when I was when I got really excited about the second episode of Tales from the Borderlands and I just had like um like 20 minutes of you know 1080p footage to upload and it was taking several days to upload all of that stuff to YouTube and uh yeah. and so one of my housemates like he didn't know that it was my fault, but he kept like restarting the router because he thought that the router was like overheating and couldn't handle uh whatever <laughs> because he was having trouble on league oh zach yep i love how you knew exactly which uh which housemate i was talking about before i even said his yep. name yep <laughs> uh, he doesn't listen to the show does he i don't think so no 
Okay. Oh, that oh also God. reminds me. I need to like email my my um, landlords for that house to make sure that I like they have my the receipt saying that I washed the the carpets in that room and everything. Oh my goodness, so you much adults. What? You mean your parents? No, no, for the old house, the whole the house that I just moved out of. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I should do that before the end of the month because that's when the lease ends. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Gosh, being an adult is so hard. Look at you being all grown up. Mm-hmm. Ian Toto list. Ian- <laughs> Toto. Are you carrying a dog around now? This is your 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 doggy list. That would be Toto. Anyway, so we're not really here to talk about boring stuff like being adults, kind of. No, well, we do that enough that we've gotten like a negative uh, iTunes review about the fact that we only talk about ourselves. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, we, we have, I think like, we probably have like six reviews and like five of them are like five star reviews from people that we know. And then <laughs> one of them is just like a two star review going like, this isn't a, a podcast about video game news. This is a podcast about a couple of dudes. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, well, let's try and fix that at least a little bit. A little bit. Uh, so, <laughs> listener, if you want to read any of the articles that we are about to talk about, go to thenexus.tv slash EB119. That is where the show notes reside. So, do you remember the Black Glove? It was uh, the game on Kickstarter that was uh, being made by a few former Irrational developers. Um, and I was really, really excited about it. Uh it it didn't get funded on Kickstarter, uh, but they they said you know we're we're gonna try and find alternative uh, forms of of funding so that we can still make it hopefully. Um, but unfortunately, I, I don't think that they've may, been able to find something like that because it, the project is being put aside for the time being. Um, they're gonna move on to other things that you know they can actually make money off of. But they say that you know hopefully they'll be able to come back to it someday. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. I went to go and look at the, the iTunes review. Oh. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, well, what can you do? All right. Um, oh, yeah. This, actually, this is kind of a good thing. For once, I get to talk about a news-related thing. That is a good thing. Yay! Um, so, DRM, we hate it, right? Yep. yep. One in particular that we particularly hate, particularly, is region locking, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. No. And guess what? chicken no what <laughs> nintendo's getting rid of it on their next console nintendo has listened to us Woohoo! so i'm glad that they recognize that it doesn't make any sense in the in the age of the internet yeah so an update on black mesa source um i remember last time that we were talking about it we were kind of speculating about whether or not the you know what the difference is between like the the paid version that's now uh in early access on steam and and you know like the the free mod um because we couldn't remember exactly what the differences were, but uh, I looked into it, and the and, and actually they, they did a Reddit AMA exactly on this, and um, so the Zen levels will be coming to the paid version, but won't be coming to the free mod, and uh, they say that this is because they had to make extensive modifications to the Source engine to make it look good, um, and they don't have the source code for the version of, of Source that they used for the free mod. Uh, and, but they do hope, they say that they do hope to bring some of the bug fixes that they've made in the paid version, um, to the free version, I guess after, probably after they do a little bit more text testing with it in the paid version, cause that's still like in early access. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with this cause it's not like they're taking away access to the free mod now that the paid version exists, you know? So the mm-hmm. the free mod still is still is available exactly as it as it is as it was when it was first released. Yes. No. I and I mean it's worth money already. Even just what they have as the free mod. Just oh, for sure. So much in it. So, I mean, yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I I'm definitely gonna have to pick it up so that I can get the Zen. Well, so that I can actually play through the so that I played through uh, the original one, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's not exactly the original one, but yeah, and I mean, once they get the Zen levels in there, um, I mean, I'm going to have to play through it to save this for sure. But like, it seems like it's going to be a much, much better version of the original Half Life than the original Half Life itself. Okay, yeah, oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. 
All right, so speaking of other free games to play, um, the most popular free game in the world, excuse me, is League of Legends, right? Yep, I believe so. And so, I mean, obviously there's going to be... um, Sorry, brain is not working. Um, Oh, uh, competitive play, competitive online play, um, and all the stuff that goes along with that. And so one of the things that's apparently been getting requested by the community for competitive playing is the ability to hide what they are calling eye candy. So essentially the ability to get rid of a lot of particle effects that are in the game that the game would otherwise have to render. Um, And the reason why they're doing this is in order to try and increase frame rates, increase PC performance so that their, their overall gameplay um, does not suffer from it. Now this isn't necessarily something that'll affect all gamers. Um, because, I mean, most of us like me, I don't think however few milliseconds that there would be difference would make even, much of a difference. I didn't think of uh, frame rates as as the issue that this would solve. I also thought of, like, um, the fact that it's just plain old distracting. And if I'm That's trying it. to play uh, competitively, I want to be able to see, like, what's happening underneath all of the darn flashes and stuff in order, yeah, in order to perform better as a player. That. Uh, that's a fair point too. Yeah, completely fair point. So, speaking of things that are nice and flashy and get your attention, um, cinematic trailers are a, a very good way to, you know, kind of announce a, a game, even if it it is not representative of what the game's going to look out look like. Um, but uh, we we haven't had any word on Fallout Four yet, but somebody's LinkedIn profile. Uh, uh, briefly showed that they had worked on a Fallout 4 cinematic trailer, um, and then when Destructoid reported on it, that they were told to take the story down due to inaccuracies and breaking a non-disclosure agreement, which is kind of strange because um, you know nobody at Destructoid itself had had um, signed a non-disclosure agreement. So if that's if that's true, if there was a non-disclosure agreement, it had to be like the person whose LinkedIn profile showed the information. Um, so here's hoping that like Fallout 4 is going to be announced soon because that's a, that's a great RPG series mm-hmm. by all accounts. Yes. I mean, I need to finish playing through it, but mm-hmm. yeah, totally worth it. I'll never forget. Um, so the, my favorite thing that I've seen of Fallout so far was when Declan was playing New Vegas and he's walking down the New Vegas strip and uh, he like gets distracted by one of the one of the buildings nearby because it says something about like a strip club or something. And so he's walking (laughs) sideways looking at this thing and runs into a pole. (laughs) It was so perfect. (laughs) Declan, you doofus. You doofus. I can imagine that's sort of what Bourbon Street is like sometimes. Bourbon I wonder Street? what Fallout would be like down in New Orleans, just with water zombies and creatures everywhere. Could be interesting. Swamps, bogs, bayous. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Fallout 3 was set in D.C., and then New Vegas is obviously Las Vegas. So yep. It would, they kind of need one for south and north now. Hey, maybe they'll have one in Minnesota. Maybe. That'd be kind of cool. All right, so back to League. I know I like to talk about this thing a lot, but that's because I play it a lot and whatnot. But so uh, one of the biggest issues that I have with the game isn't necessarily something that the game itself is able to control, but rather the the player base of the game. Um, And that's just, it is full of people who are disgustingly toxic oftentimes. And I, I mean that in the sense that they are constantly trying to tear down their team or the enemy team um they they never seem to be able to take a, take responsibility for their own actions always blaming it on someone else um all that fun stuff and it's just people who are incredibly immature and essentially take away from the overall experience of the game with others or for others so league riot one of the things that they try and do is crack down on this a lot because they know it's an issue and they, they, they recognize it and they try and do stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done stuff before, like 
um, they, they they would allow players to go and review um, review cases about people being. This is the tribunal, right? Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah, so people who are being dicks and getting reported, and then you could go and review it as part of the community and essentially decide their fate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, help decide their fate. It wasn't you exclusively, but let's see. So what's going uh, on now? What's going on now? Um, so they have come up with an automated reform system. So they, they, they are behind, or not they are behind. Um, they believe that the faster a player gets feedback about negative behavior, the sooner they can make a turnaround, which, I mean, makes sense. You can't really fix stuff if you don't know that there's a problem. Um, so what they are doing is they have an instant feedback system um, that delivers, act, like, this is reading off their, their website, that delivers actionable feedback and appropriate punishments to players that need it the most. Um, in the future, we expect instant feedback to take on rewards as well, but in step one, we're focused on reforming feedback or on reform-oriented feedback and punishment. Um, so the main thing that they're focusing at is the language that they use. So um, homophobia, racism, sexism, death threats, other forms of excessive abuse, um, and those those sorts of players will get notifications that they have been reported for that right away, essentially, and say, "All right." You done. You done goofed. Here's your punishment. Fix it. And they're so wait, so they're getting bit. punished in the middle of a game. No, not in the middle of the game. After the game. Okay. Because you cannot be reported until after the game. Ah, gotcha. I kind so. of when when you started the story, I kind of thought that uh, maybe they had um, an automated like you know thing that that would detect keywords and then like tell you like stop doing that. You shouldn't <laughs> say that. I don't know what would work better. Uh, that nobody's going to listen to a thing that just says you shouldn't say that, you know, unless it actually punishes them in a match, which uh, nobody, nobody would be okay with that system. No. You know, in a competitive game, like. That would be taking away from everyone in the game, not just that one person. Right. And, and then you would, and then you would kind of be like decentivizing, uh, reporting people on your own team mm-hmm. you know because if they're going to have a disadvantage in the game then you're going to have a disadvantage in the game yeah mm-hmm. and i mean they've also um listed a bunch of stuff that they are planning to do in the future so none of that is included thankfully because yeah I, I totally agree that'd be just silly but let's see so they have in-client reform cards follow-up notifications for players who reported a player who was punished upgrades for chat and ranked restrictions Upgrades to recognize negative gameplay behaviors like intentional feeding and recognition of honors and rewards for positive behaviors and communication. Okay. So sort of on a similar note um, of getting quicker feedback. So one of the big problems with Twitch is that, you know, if you're streaming and you have a bunch of people watching and they're saying stuff in the chat and you're trying to respond to them and everything, it takes a long, long time for you to see their messages and then say something out loud in response to them and then for those people to to you know hear you say it um so twitch is is kind of experimenting with a reduced delay feature um they say that the average is like 33 percent less less of a delay um and they they note at the, you know, when they started this thing, they noted that uh, it can impact the ins- experience of users with low bandwidth, especially um, because there's less of a buffer. So if their if their connection kind of starts to get choppy, there's you know there's less time before they have to um, start loading again before they before they actually like basically just cut off completely. Um, also, uh, also I kind of thought that part of the the um, the reason that the twitch delay was so big was because um for like competitive games you don't want somebody watching your stream and then uh you know gaining an advantage if they're playing on the opposite side kind of thing um so i think for a lot of a lot of competitive games people might stick with the um longer delay type thing yeah totally makes sense i mean i don't want anyone spying on me while i'm in the jungle Mm mm-hmm Especially if I'm playing a character that relies on stealth, that that kind of just twitch counters twitch. Sorry, I guess you guys don't really get that. All right, no, I on. really don't. <laughs> that was a joke. 
That was a joke. Twitch oh. is okay. So Twitch is a character in. Ah, uh, right. He's the he's rat. a rat, right? Yes, he's a rat, and he has the ability to go invisible. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, if you and he'll oftentimes roam because he has a bit, he has the ability to go invisible and then ambush other players in lanes. Um, and then when you say that something counters something else, that means that it it has the ability to. Yeah, I, I get what that means. Okay, so if you were able to look and see where someone was on Twitch TV while they were playing I, Twitch, and then give that away, I'm really Twitch sorry that I didn't get that on first pass because that joke had a lot going for it a lot of intricacy and i appreciate it <sighs> what am i gonna do <laughs> just you gotta get on my brain level man all mm. right moving on though so konami is shutting down most of its AAA developments that they can focus on mobile games um so what what mobile games have they been doing recently because i know that AAA they were responsible for stuff like oh the castlevania series and like dance dance revolution and they've been focusing on a lot of party games recently it looks like but wait wait are those konami because i mean when i think of konami i think of uh, metal gear solid and the fact that they just um canceled their their next silent hills game that too yeah um i have absolutely no idea what they've been if they've been doing anything uh on mobile recently um but i'm betting that this is actually going to probably tie into their renewed focus on the gambling scene because um, there's a lot of potential for making gambling type games on mobile. Um, I don't know if they're going to make like games that, you know, games that we usually think about in turn, you know, when we think about uh, um, video games. Um, But, you know, I can see a lot of people kind of basically giving up on Konami um, as a result of this, but I'm going to keep an eye on them and see if they actually come out with interesting things on mobile because like, I've enjoyed a lot of games that I play on my phone and on my tablet. Hmm. So it's not the end, but no. But if they just go with, uh, yeah, if they just go with gambling, then it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I found uh, this really cool virtual reality game idea that wouldn't really work on any other system, you know, that uh, a non-virtual reality system. Um, so in, in drift, a bullet is fired and then your perspective becomes the bullets perspective. So the direction that you look, uh, in your VR headset guides the bullet and your mission is to explore the area um, and then find your target and murder them, basically. So mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, you're you're a, a not exactly a heat-seeking bullet, but you know, like a, a bullet that has free reign of of movement. Um, and so you like you you fly around, and it's it's in like obviously much much slower motion than a bullet is actually traveling. Um, but like everything else is, uh, you just kind of see it as a standstill. And, uh, at, at this point, the, um, art style is really, really abstract and every, you know, like all the, it, it, it kind of looks like, uh, um, super, super hot. hot. Yeah. Super in hot. a way. Um, but it's, but it seems a little bit more sinister because like, there's absolutely nothing that the target can do to escape you. Hmm. Um, so I don't know, I don't know exactly what that's saying about, uh, about assassination, but <laughs> it seems like a really cool idea. Yeah, looks interesting. I mean, it's reminding me. Do you remember um, the movie and the graphic novel Wanted? At all? Oh yes, the one where the movie was terrible and the graphic novel was awesome. Oh wait, that's like every adaptation ever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the main protagonist, well, antagonist, protagonist, whatever you want to call them, um, because it's it's a book about supervillains. Mm-hmm. Um. His thing is that he's able to shoot really well, and essentially in the movie he's able to bend bullets, and so I'm kind of reminded of that. Yeah. But looks like it's actually done in a good way. <laughs> All right. So, ah, uh, so this one I'm I'm a little excited for. So, there. This is the only YouTube link I think that we have. I believe so. Yeah. Um. So this is Final Fantasy XIV Dragon Song. So this is, uh, this was released um, just a few days ago. It's the theme, the main theme song of Final Fantasy um, 14 Heavensward, composed by Nobuo Uematsu. And I mean, the reason why I included this on here was one, music is always cool. Two, the video on it sort of acts as like a little trailer for what's going to be happening in that expansion. And three, 
it's just cool to listen to it and try and imagine what's going on, um, especially considering what JPM has pointed out that um, Uematsu does in his music already. Mm-hmm. Um, so listening to it, finding, oh, there's a solo piano. There's there's probably some sort of love interest going on here. Um, and trying to find the different light motifs for whatever's going on. Um, so give it a check. And I mean, also go and if you don't know what I'm talking about, that was a reference to another show that's done on this network uh, called The Extra Dimension. That's the second episode of The Extra Dimension, which you recorded back in January. But I still think is my favorite show that I've been a part of recording so far. Yeah, we're getting the uh, the link into the show notes as we speak. So cool. So that should be right below the YouTube YouTube link. Um, so the the fitness app meets uh, narrative game Zombies Run. I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's so so basically it's it's you know you you start up an episode of it and uh, it narrates this story as you um, as you run. And like the the writing has been phenomenal in it, um, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, the, it'll be relaunching soon under a free to play model, which is really really good because when they first uh, launched it, they launched it at like eight dollars, which by today's standards, it, um, you know, in, in in terms of like what the norm is for paid apps uh, on mobile, it's that's a bit pricey. It's quite pricey, yeah. Um, so I don't know exactly what kinds of things uh, will be costing money in the app, or if they, or if they've just kind of decided that they made all of the money that they're going to really at this point, and they're just going to give everybody all the content. Um, but you, yeah, everybody should definitely go and and check it out if you have been looking for something uh, more interesting than just like the same songs over and over and over again to listen to uh, when you go out running. Hmm. I mean, this is also assuming that you go out running. Yes, obviously. Unlike me. <laughs> I mean, the like a lot of the things in here in this uh, uh, show assume that you like a certain type of game. You know, like I mean, we we make a lot of assumptions. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. But there's some games that everybody likes, like Solitaire and Mind Minesweeper. And then Windows did the silly thing of not including them on Windows 8. But they have learned from their mistake because they are including free games on Windows 10 once again. Yay. Um, and so one of the games that was announced that is going to be included for free on Windows 10 is Candy Crush Saga. What? What? Yeah. I know. I mean, now I can play it and actually get better than my girlfriend, which will be kind of nice. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't play it yet, but this, I... at this point, if I play it, I can get good enough so that she at least won't laugh at me. When I try and play it, I wasn't expecting you to be somebody who is actually excited about this. <laughs> I am, and I'm not, because I don't. Okay, it's a puzzle game, slightly side puzzle strategy game, and I do enjoy those at least to some extent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's more of a casual thing. And yes, although I might have, I, I I may try and act like I'm refined. I'm really not. I do enjoy some. It just takes a little of poking me to actually admit that I do like them sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, like my biggest beef with uh, Candy Crush Saga is that I really don't like Zynga as a company. And mm. uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I like to stick it to them whenever I can. Fair enough. I mean, to be honest, I'm still probably not going to play it. Even even though it uh, is going to be on your computer already? I have enough of a backlog of games already. I don't need <laughs> one that specifically just to waste time. That's true. That's true. Um, so going back to, uh, virtual reality, Oculus has revealed, finally revealed the recommended specs for the consumer version of the Rift. So th- these are the recommended specs of the, um, PC that you, you know, will be plugging it into and running everything off of. So they, they are expecting you to have, uh, equivalent of, or better than a GTX 970, um, an i5-4590, um, a an HDMI 1.3 port and uh, two USB 3.0 ports. So those are pretty high at this point. Uh, but luckily, these recommended specs will be you know will stay consistent for the entire lifetime of the Rift. So as long as as so 
as long as you build a computer like within the next year that has those those specs, um, you'll be good for forever. Um, and even if you don't yet, uh, you know, farther along down the road, when you know the equivalent of those specs uh, is a lot cheaper, it'll be easier to get into the VR uh, game. And and you know you'll be pretty much assured that developers will be making games with the you know with your with with your level of hardware in mind. Um, now I don't think that that means that Oculus is saying that they that they'll never make a VR headset uh, that takes more hardware you know more beef than that. Um, so they might have like a Rift Two that uh you know is is a little bit better has you know pushes more pixels and expects you to have a beefier system kind of thing Mm. but i'm betting i'm betting that they're going to support the first version of the rift for quite a bit longer than you know say apple supports their uh you know each of their uh phones yeah yeah oh shoot i was gonna say something oh yeah now i remember it was just gonna be a bad joke it's not really worth saying at this point. All right, so moving on. Um, so Palmer Lucky, the guy who you know founded the whole Oculus company, he's he is being sued again, um, but this time not by the company that he worked for. No, this, no, time, sorry, it this time it is. It is by the company that he worked for before he founded Oculus. My, I apologize. That was my fault. Yeah, before um, it was Bethesda. Now it's, uh, or I mean, Zenimax, the parent company of Bethesda. Now it's the company that he used to work for. Mm. But yeah, so what they claim is that he took knowledge of the VR system they were building and used it, um, um, uh, used it on his own to make the rift. So essentially, um, he stole their idea is what they're saying. Yeah, and I do, I do remember hearing um, back when he first, you know, public publicized this this thing that he was doing on Kickstarter that he, uh, you know, that he had been tinkering with this thing and like. Um, showed it to the you know the company that he previously worked for and got some feedback from them and that's like I think that that's the stage that they're claiming like was stuff that that they gave him advice on it but they didn't mean for him to like use it in a commercial product mm. later on um, so we'll see how that goes down yeah I don't know which side I'd be rooting for for this one well, I kind of do want to get uh, you know, a nice a nice uh, VR headset in the nice in the next year. And uh if it can't if it can't come out commercially because of uh, you know, lawsuit stuff, that would be really unfortunate in, in my mind. That's true. Fair enough. So, uh a couple of uh groups that I'm a, a pretty big fan of are uh, Frederator, who make you know awesome shows like Bravest Warriors and uh, Bee and Puppy Cat and uh, um, Adventure Time. I haven't actually really gotten into Adventure Time yet, but um, it's there. And uh, on the gaming side, I'm a big fan of um, Double Fine, uh, Tim Schafer's company, and um, there's a like seemingly perfect team up here going on where Frederator is announced uh, an animated show that they're making um, or it might be a short they haven't really specified um, and they haven't actually said that it's based on Costume Quest but basically everything that they said in the announcement is that it's uh, it's based on Costume Quest which is pretty cool yeah and that's a you know that's a nice like creatively rich um world for them to for them to make cool stuff in mm-hmm. well actually i don't know if i know costume quest to be honest it's uh so it's a turn-based um rpg where um you're playing as a couple of kids on halloween and uh i forget what what like big bad guy type thing they're they're fighting but like um, they have different powers depending on what costumes they're they're wearing at the time, um, because when you get go into like battle, your costumes basically like kind of transform you into uh, a big, cool, awesome version of whatever you're dressed up as. Ooh, yeah. That actually, sounds pretty cool. And I've I've been meaning to play the costume quest games uh, whenever Halloween rolls around, but I keep forgetting. 
Well, I'll try and remind you this year. Don't, okay. Don't, don't, don't. We'll, we'll have to put it on my uh, to-do list up here. Yes. On your, on your total list. All right. So what companies would you like to see open their own store Apple style? Well, Razer has opened one in Taipei and will probably be opening up more in the future. So now in the, in the MOA, are we, are we anticipating having a Razer store next to the Windows store right across from the Apple store? Oh, that would be hilarious. And, and they're all uh, right next to the Lego store. So it would be the perfect, perfect place to go in the Mall of America. I mean, I could just go there and drool at all the things for a day. Oh, yeah, for sure. And actually, yeah. I mean... It, it kind of really makes sense because um, one of the one of the big things that you worry about when you're like buying um, peripherals online is like, is this actually going to be comfortable for me? Because you know you can read all of the reviews you want about like how uh, ergonomic and nice feeling this, this mouse is, but until you actually feel it in your own hand, does it actually feel good to you? You don't know. You know, I've actually had some pretty bad luck with like headsets in that regard. Because um, I have, like, you know, the, I have a really, really nice pair of headset uh, uh, headphones right now, but my head is shaped weird, and they like they they push down on like the soft part of my of my head, and it gives me a headache within like five minutes. So weirdy, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that'd be cool. I mean, it'd be it'd also be easier than for our families to, you know. Get us stuff for Christmas. What I get? Oh, another Razor gift card! Yay! <laughs> oh man. So, um, Cloud Imperium Games—they make. Uh, well, they're in the process of making the the game that I'm probably the most excited for in the future, Star Citizen. And they. Uh, so, the way that this leaked is kind of interesting. They like somebody from the company posted a screenshot, and there was part of a, a URL was visible in the screenshot. And so somebody took that and then like guessed what the rest of the URL was. And uh, that URL allowed them to download like 48 gigabytes or so of unreleased assets for Star Citizen. Um, so those those people who had, had gotten access to it, uh, you know, they, they loaded up those assets into CryEngine um, and then started taking a look around and, and took some videos of, of them. So, uh, in particular, the, the video that I watched is they, you know, are zooming around and looking at all the different pieces of the Bengal carrier, which is like enormous. In, in, like, especially in regards to, in comparison to all of the ships that are available currently, which are all just like little one or two person fighters, um, this thing is enormous. Oh my gosh, and it looks beautiful. Oh man, yeah, no, it. Ugh. I wonder if if we end up having becoming a big crew and a part of a big ship. If we if we could afford one of those eventually. Oh man, maybe not afford, but work for someone who was able to afford one. Of those. Mm, mm-hmm. Dude, don't sell yourself short. We'll we'll have success. I'm sure. Sure. Well, we're doing bounty hunting mainly, right? I don't even know. What else we do, I suppose? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have fun. Key key thing, have fun. So, and besides, I'm busy. I'm going to be busy with league anyway, so I can't let that one be that all consuming. But I thought you were game, made of sterner stuff, man. I said I can't let it be all consuming. I can let it be partially consuming. Come on. No, all or nothing. You're either with me or you're against me. Well, it's a good thing I haven't bought the game yet. I guess it's nothing. Oh come on, Ian! I was I was giving you I was giving you the opportunity to quote the greatest line, the greatest stupid line in Star Wars history. I don't remember it. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Okay, I was about to quote that one. Actually, <laughs> good. Well, it's too late now. I'm not going to do it. Well, yeah, because I already said it. <laughs> yes. However, moving on. Uh, so the way that I, what I was doing was I was actually segueing. Believe it or not. Oh really? Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Because uh, a friend of mine. Um, has actually had all of their time consumed by the the most recent iteration of Gauntlet. Um, so if you guys remember, Gauntlet is a four person multiplayer game where you you run around um, through this dungeon. It's top and, down, of course, and uh, yep. yep, top down. And then there was a last year, as in last calendar year, two thousand and four. There was a a rework of this game that was released by Arrowhead Game Studio. Um, 
and it was it was okay. It was fun. Um, but, however, they're going to make it better. So, this is from from the the blog from the the game studio itself. Um, says I am here to tell you. Let let's see that this as in. Um, concentrating all of their efforts on other things is not the case and that the team has been tirelessly working on the game. We have big improvements and a few new features coming up for Gauntlet, something which we knew a lot of you were crying out for. I can't tell you too much right now, but if you keep watching this space, we'll be releasing little teasers and tidbits of information over the next few months. Um, this will mean a free major content update for the game, including improvements to the campaign and the Coliseum, as well as a brand new game mode. Um, so... Free content updates are always cool, no matter what game. And this one is one that I have enjoyed playing and enjoyed specifically playing with that friend. And so, yeah, no, it's it's cool that the, that they're improving the game and that they're making stuff for free for the game, saying, yeah, we can do more for you. We should totally grab uh, Gauntlet for playing together at, at home. I mean, I have it. I think we can do oh, local cool. multi- multiplayer. That's good. That's good. So... So, Frictional Games, uh, they're the, the makers of Amnesia The Dark Descent, and uh, currently, you know, they're working on their next game, Soma. Um, they have kind of created a, a little interactive teaser thing. I guess we can't call it Playable Teaser because that name's already taken. Um, they, so, they've created this, uh, this DOS-like terminal, um, which is obviously like intended to be similar to like stuff that you'll find in the actual game, I, I think. Um, and uh, so they they've got a few things in there to discover, um, you know, by by exploring around in the interface. Um, one of them is uh, is a video that they actually also tweeted out. Um, um, but really, you know, we should like go and take a look around in there. Um, and by we, I mean like you, the listener, should probably go and take a look around if you're interested in Soma because uh, it's really more fun if you actually like discover the things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, I haven't actually like explored around in it to, yet because I just saw this article today. So I can't tell you what's in there because I don't know. Oh boy. I don't know. What do? If you type help, it should uh, it should give you some like commands that you can use. Fair enough. Run CD login and pinfo. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly how involved all of the uh, like detective work is that you'll have to do to find stuff in there. Um, Sounds cool to me. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. It probably won't be as difficult uh, to you know figure out as uh, playable teaser was, but nobody expects that. No. So. We don't really have any, uh, you know, reviews or main uh, main topic or anything this week because uh, we've both been kind of crazy busy, and uh, we actually we thought that we were going to have a guest, but uh, that's going to happen next week, I guess. He was he was so, busy with important things. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but because we had, you know, like a week and a half's worth of uh of news to talk about instead of one so we probably have taken up like a good hour just talking about uh, the news yeah so join us next week everybody for a review of what's he reviewing again i forget counter-strike global offensive yes okay and then and then uh i'm hoping I hear that there's another uh, episode going to be out for Game of Thrones, Telltale's Game of Thrones. So uh, I'll have to play through the third and the fourth episodes and hopefully uh, let you know how those go. I'll have to mute you at that point. Well, I'll, I'll have to mute myself at that point because I don't want spoilers. Well, I try to do my reviews without spoilers. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm considerate. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, it's possible to, to critique a thing on how good it is without actually giving specifics of the plot. Sometimes. Sometimes it's possible. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, also on my high up on my list of things to play is uh, Life is Strange because there's, uh, there's a new episode of that out as well. And uh, my friend Max Magnuson, I noticed him playing it. So I asked him how good the game was. And he was like, this is the most amazing game I've ever played. And, uh, you know, I value his opinion. So... It's it's probably about time that I start playing that. Yes. I mean, that's what games are for, right? Playing with friends. 
it was kind of funny because he uh speaking of playing with friends he he mentioned like yeah the the new episodes for life is strange are pretty much like the most excited that I've been for for game releases since Diablo three, and this actually isn't a disappointment. Unlike Diablo three, <laughs> it's like damn, shots yeah. shots fired, shots fired. But once you get that, I'll have to borrow it on Steam. Get what? Life is strange. I already have it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just haven't played it yet. Well then, there, there's a big difference I've discovered between like the monetary ability to buy things and the time ability to experience them, and it's really, really unfortunate. Yeah, well, some of that time will be gone soon. Well, actually, we'll have more time soon. Sort of, yes. Except, except that we're taking a, a huge chunk of the time that we have available and putting it into on, on a river. Well, I was just talking about daily life. Outside of college, because no more homework. But yeah, 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 but we're replacing homework with like you know adult things. I suppose like having to pay bills and like deal with housemates and um, stuff. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah, no, it, it will be great. I'm excited. We'll figure it out when we get there. Yep. In the meantime, we'll keep you guys updated. But I think that's all that we have to talk about for today. Yep, I agree. So. Thank you all for listening. I'm Ian Decker. I'm Ian Buck. Signing off. Now I can't do things on your computer. That's true. I don't have two mics. I have two keyboards. Mr. Gohan. Whoa. Oh, okay. okay. It's coming through my right Would ear you now. Like to stay for dinner, Mr. Gohan? <laughs> what? Hey, Trunks, are you home? Or should I change my dating? It's Single. Nothing. Because That's one scary. gets more hits. Oh, Gohan. Long time no see. Bulma. So, Gohan. You staying the night? Wait, he said now I can't hear you guys. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing! <laughs> Look how frail my body is, Ryan. Um, no, incorrect. Try again. <laughs> Gotta find those the whales. whales! So, you know, Matt, what? you've met him. Uh, you know, he can't Some, hear. Sometimes I don't think that you actually ask me real questions. Sometimes I think that you're just going for a good segue. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm, okay. And did you yeah. get the water park question? Water park question. Sonia did, and she told me about it later. I was like, Sonia, why did you lie? Did she? Yeah. Oh. They caught her. Oh, really? They caught her lying. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, so when I got it, I'm like, bloody crap. It asked me if I go to Target and Walgreens every week. And it's asking me if I've gone to a water park. Are you stupid? I've never gone to a water park in years. And I'm like, no, I didn't go there. And it's like, okay.